Welcome in. Good to have you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Voice is not much better today. As a matter of fact, it's a little bit worse. But we'll get through it. We'll get through it. Hopefully you're enjoying your day today. Getting up with us back in the studio. <clears throat> Got to clear that thing. Holy mackerel. But uh, great time last night at the Norwegian Hollow. We certainly appreciate everybody coming out last night and had a lot of fun. And great to see a lot of you know, fans and people that we know. And So uh, thanks for the uh, great trip to Viroqua. We really, 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 as always, enjoyed it. And uh, if you want to get a hold of the program today, we got a lot to talk about. Packers back in the practice field. This is going to be a bounce-back game, but i got to caution you as to why. I'll tell you why you got to have a little caution in this. Because it's not going to be the way you think it's going to be when I tell you this. So we're going to get into that coming up here shortly. If you want to get a hold of us, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. You can find us there. You can also track us down on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels, or at Grant, or excuse me, at Wisco Grant. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram, The Bill Michaels Show, on Instagram, The Bill Michaels Show, on Facebook, and on YouTube. Go to YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels Show, slash Bill Michaels Show. And uh, then from there, you can track us down on the Zone app, the Zone Madison. And you can find us on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts, all that kind of good stuff as well. Giannis last night, big time, dropping points, 64 of them to be exact. And then a little bit of a, as Rick Carlisle called it, the fracas broke out after the fact. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, the, uh, the fracas was basically because Giannis dropped a career high and a a franchise record, 64 points last night, one of the basketball. They got a guy who got his first points in the NBA who got a point, and they wanted to give him the basketball, which I get it. You know, look, they're monumental things for both. Giannis has to think back when he was a rookie, and he dropped his first points in the NBA. You want the ball. And then you also have to realize that, you know, this guy just went off for 64, and he wants the ball. So, as Rick Carlisle said, hey, look, there's always two game balls. There's two official game balls. You know, we'd have taken the other one, whatever. Uh, it didn't have to escalate to that, you know, so all that kind of stuff. But, remember, these two teams have a history. And it's actually heated up in, in recent times. So, it's I'm not saying it was done on purpose, but there's no regard for Giannis in that moment. It's not like they're looking to go, hey, make sure you hang on to that basketball. No, they're probably like looking to think, we're going to take this guy ball for our guy, not for him. And so that breaks out last night. Uh, Draymond Green, he ends up getting the uh, indefinite suspension, which finally Adam Silver has co- you know, some cojones. Now, it better be more than um, it better be more than you know seven games, eight games, but now we'll, we'll wait and see. And uh, then, obviously, there's uh, some baseball rumors that are floating around out there. And could the Toronto Blue Jays be interested in Christian Yelich? And then then the next question would be, would you trade Yelich? So all of that coming up on today's show. So, uh, and hopefully I make it through today. Today we got fantasy football coming up today. Anybody else we have on the program today, Grant? We got Eric Eager in the last hour, and we were going to talk with Brad Spielberger here in just about an hour and a half, but he had something come up, so we're going to reschedule, and I'm trying okay. to find someone to come on to talk about the Bucks and what happened last night. Yeah, the uh, the fracas that broke out. Rick Carlisle had comments after the Rick Carlisle looked visibly upset. 
Did you see his post-game presser last night? So I have the audio of Rick Carlisle. We can listen to it. Um, I think... I think a good part of this last night, Bill, was there was a misunderstanding between the two teams. I think somebody thought that someone had this ball and they thought they had this. I think there was a genuine misunderstanding, which was then made worse by, I think, Giannis getting really upset. Maybe he didn't need to. And Rick Carlisle being stubborn. Like right. When they saw that Giannis really wanted the ball, I think they said, oh, okay, well, let's stick it to him. No, we're going to keep it. So it escalated because of that. But no, I have Rick Carlisle's audio if we want to listen to it here. Yeah, I because he... He was, you got to, the video does it justice as well. But take a listen to what Rick Carlisle had to say after the ballgame. What happened at the, after the game was, uh, was unfortunate. There was, there was a misunderstanding about the game ball. Um, it was Oscar Shibwe's first NBA, official NBA point. So we always get the game ball. We were not thinking about, Giannis's franchise record. So we grabbed the ball, and um, a couple of, a couple of minutes later, several of their players ended up in our hallway, and there was a big, a big, uh, I don't know, I don't know what to call it, a fracas, a melee, a melee, whatever. I don't think any punches were landed, but my general manager got elbowed in the ribs by one of their players. Um, and so he certainly has a bruised, bruised rib and who knows, you know, if it's anything more than that, but, um, unfortunate situation. We don't need the, the official game ball. There's two game balls there. Um, you know, we could have taken the other one, um, but it didn't need to escalate to that. And so, you know, really just... You know, unfortunate. <clears throat> Third game we played these guys within two and a half, three weeks. So things are heated with the competition. And, uh, you know, I, I understand all that. But for it to come into the hallway, was didn't need, it didn't need to happen that way. There you go. And he says that Chad Buchanan, the GM of the Pacers, uh, got hit in the ribs. And, you know, I, who knows what exactly happened behind closed doors. But. You know, Giannis wanted the ball. Maybe it could have happened in a better way. But Giannis wanted to be the one to go in there and say, that's the ball. Don't hand me another basketball. That's the ball. That's the one I want. So now, this is forever going to be the question. Which ball is real? Which ball can be authenticated? You know, that type of thing. And Giannis says the ball that he's got doesn't feel like the game ball. So... Oh, well, now we're, uh, you know, I, I guess if I'm honest, I say, you know what, to hell with it, I'm going to score 66. I'm, I'm going to get 66 here soon, so I'm not going to worry about it, you know. 877-867-1670, uh, that's what happened last night. You want to hit us up, you can do so. I want to go back to the Packers statement <clears throat> at the beginning of the show. And I had said yesterday that I thought this would be a better game. This will be a bounce-back game. And I got into this discussion for a very short period of time last night after I was leaving the Norwegian Hollow, uh, about what, what do I mean by a bounce-back game? Do they win? I think they can. However, if you've looked at the injury report, there's a lot of guys that are down. By bounce-back game, I mean this, this team will look, and Jordan Love will look better, will not have a lot of the same mistakes that they had against the Giants. 
this team will just look better. It will. I think for a couple of reasons. One is Matt LaFleur looked disgusted with the defense. I think he's going to pay attention to that this week or at least have a spirited conversation about it with the man that leads the defense. Offensively speaking, Jordan Love knew he played a bad game. He knew it. <clears throat> He'll come back and play a better game this week. But with all the in the injuries, and specifically at the run running back department, I mean, you know, A.J. Dillon is not an east-west runner. He's a north-south runner. And you don't have much of an option beyond that. You don't have a run game to back up a passing game. You don't have the weapons you need in the passing game. I don't know all what this offense can do. But I know they'll look better than what they did. I, I just feel it. I don't know why. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. Maybe it's the maturity of, of Jordan Love, which we're going to hear from both Jordan Love and Matt LaFleur today. But I, I, I don't know why. But I just get the feeling there's going to be a bounce-back game here. Well, he'll, he'll take command. He'll look better. Uh, maybe it's wishful thinking. Hell, I don't know. But I think he'll look better. The problem is I don't think he has enough playmakers around him to have an overwhelming amount of success. So this will probably end up being a 24-21, 23-21, 17 type of game. That's what I'm kind of thinking. But I think the Packers can still win. So when I say a bounce-back game, I don't mean just because of the W. I mean because this team will look better in many different facets overall, including play calling, coming into this contest this weekend. That's just the way I feel. I just, I just kind of, I wish I had some kind of definitive answer for you as to what it, what it does, what it means. But I just, I, I started thinking about this driving home last night and I, I was uh, on my phone. Um, I have, you know, podcasts and stuff I'm listening to. And I was listening to, uh, I was listening to like the NFL live and they were talking about, you know, Jordan Love. They were talking about how off he was, the recognition of throwing off the back foot having hops at the top of his step, you know, all the different things. And I thought, you know, if he just delivers a better ball, they can move the football. They don't have to have Christian Watson way downfield to have a better game. I, I, I just I think he'll have a better game just in recognition of so many things that did not go well or were not done right in that game against the Giants. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, <clears throat> feel free to go ahead and do so. Again, 877-867-1670. Does that sound about right, Grant? I mean, do you, do you have that feeling, or do you think, boy, without the weapons, this is going to be really a tough road to go? Well, I'm assuming just about everyone other than uh, uh, Christian Watson and maybe Aaron Jones is going to play, right? And we assume Luke Musgrave is out, right? So they have Dobbs. They have Reed. Reed is the biggie. Tucker Craft's been playing well. A.J. Dillon. I, I think they have enough weapons. They, they have so many weapons, Bill. Right? They yeah. just have this slew of young guys, and they've all been performing. So I think they'll be fine because I don't think Jordan Love is going to miss throws like that again. No. Um, at least I don't think. I, I just think he's better than that at this point in his career. He's played enough games now. He's a couple months into a season. I, I don't think he's going to miss throws like that again. So I think they'll be I, okay. Yeah, I think he went back and realized that he reverted back to some of the mechanical issues that he had when he started the season. That he looked at things and said, man, I, you know, he even admitted it uh, when he was talking the other day. He said, I had too many hops at the top of my drop. Um, you know, as I'm getting ready to deliver the football, he's kind of hopping around. And that's what they talk about. That's, so when they say too many hops, that's what they're talking about. He's hopping. He's not planting his foot. 
and getting a firm base. And I just think that he's I, I think that he's going to be better. I just do. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Stay tuned. We got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Oh, I need a window. Maybe it's cold outside. So where do I go? Oh, oh. Come on, Santa. Go to Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Now is the time to replace your leaky windows and doors. You and Mrs. Claus can get your new windows while putting no money down, no payments, and no interest for up to 18 months. Unwrap this gift now, but pay for it later. More jingle that stays in my pocket. That's right, Santa. Plus, our elves install year-round and in as little as one day. Pella offers lines in luxurious wood to fiberglass and vinyl. Why not make a New Year's resolution today? That's the spirit, Santa. Pella now, pay later. (laughs) Absolutely. Put no money down, no payments, and no interest for up to 18 months. But you have to hurry. Offer ends December 31st. Schedule your free consultation today at PellaWI.com. Certain restrictions apply. See show for details. Offer ends 12-31-2023. Don't forget if you uh, have, you know, some time you want to get away. Want to head up north? Four Seasons Island Resort, Pembine, Wisconsin. Beautiful place. They got a uh, couple of wine dinners coming up. A big New Year's Eve party coming up. They got a uh, Roaring Twenties Al Capone's birthday party coming up too. Get a hold of our girl Barb. Seven one five nine three eight fifty one ten. Seven one five nine three eight fifty one ten. Give her a shout and let her know you heard about it right here on the Bill Michael Show, and you get fifteen percent off your stay. That's at the Four Seasons Island Resort. Up in Pembine, Wisconsin, in the Muscano Island right there in the middle of the river. It's a beautiful, beautiful place. I've posted a bunch of pictures of that place before, too, staying up there. So, And every time I do, somebody always says, I had no idea. had no idea how cool that looks. So uh, if you get a chance uh, and you're looking for a good getaway, whether it's a romantic getaway, a weekend getaway, um, business conference, whatever, uh, call Barb, 715-938-5110, 715-938-5110. There you go. Um, the bounce back uh, of the Packers, do you kind of feel it? 877-867-1670. Is this where, and also here's my next question. Is this where, let's say they don't bounce back. Say it looks bad, like it did on Monday night, like it did in week three and four and five and six. Then do you go back to going, oh boy. I, then I really, I still don't know. I know there's potential here, but I, I just don't know. Let's go to Dave listening to us in Madison. Dave, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Hey, great. Uh, love your show. Thank I've you. I've been listening, listening the other day uh, and uh, after the game and uh, hit a lot of good points. I uh, did a little coaching myself. I guess, you know, uh, we're ranked eighth in defensive scoring and without some guys on the field. But there's some point in time I think the offense has to pick up in a game like that. And to me, there were two things that that uh, hit a note was we we had third down three times in the first quarter, guys wide open, 
and we miss them. We miss them bad. Now, there's yeah. 11 or 12 more plays that we'd have run if we connect on those that love just missed. And the other thing on the on the uh, goal line deal, running the reverse, there's six guys about five yards from the ball, and those corners and those safeties are just going to blow through there because there's no other option. You don't have to worry about anything. It should have been nice to see them roll out love there to give them a chance and, and flood some area and, and it, because that play never had a prayer, that two-point conversion. Right, right. But, but – um, but I think there's times where the offense has got to keep the ball. I always say the best uh, defense is a good offense and run up and down the field, and people have seemed to do that on us. But we either strike or we – with too many missed opportunities uh, that where people were open. And we had a couple circus catches. Or There's not a lot of accurate balls being thrown on some of these games. Right, yeah. <laughs> That's my hit no. on it. No, I appreciate the phone call. I agree. I and that was one of the comments that what came up after the ball game was, all of a sudden Jordan Love was just back to being in shotgun, not rolling out, no RPO, didn't really cut down half the field, didn't make uh, the the Giants think about what he could or couldn't do, didn't do a lot with his feet. You know, it was just a lot of, you know, a few times under center and a lot of shotgun, and it it was like all of a sudden it was the Aaron Rodgers playbook again. I, I, that I completely agree with. 877-867-167. Let's go back to the phones. Dwayne's listening to us in Oshkosh. Dwayne, how you doing today, man? What's up? Doing better than you. You sound like you should be doing album rock radio in the morning. Yeah, I know. I, I'm I'm hanging in there, but I don't know if I'm going to make it or not. So, yeah, well, trying, though. Trying. Maybe this will cheer you up, Bill. I just, you were talking about that commercial about that Al Capone place. Yes. I had, a, I had a pizza that I think is named after a mafia hitman in painter. It's called a Screaming Sicilian. <laughs> that old, uh, that's a, that's a uh, uh, Palermo's. That's Palermo's pizza, Screaming Sicilian. Yeah, it, 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 it was amazing. Yep. So I look for things that are not obvious. And the first thing I'm doing, I'm watching the game. And like you said, it looks like we're back in the stupid shotgun. And I'm going, Where's 44? Where's the Pearson kid in motion, the, the H-back, half-back, full-back kid in motion in the back? Where was he? Is he mm-hmm. hurt? Right. And, no, and he's he not hurt. Like he was the key. He was the key to the motion that confused Kansas City last week. Because they go, who's this guy? Why is he in motion? Now you right. just take Reed and stick him in motion. And there's no, you know, after a few times of doing that, there's nothing there. I think what this is, Bill, and we've been talking about it all year, this is like Monty Python, now for something completely different. It's like sometimes this is going to look really good. When you've got all your weapons, and this poor kid has never had all his weapons, but when they get all the weapons out there, including Watson, that makes a difference. they got nothing that stretches the field at all underneath concepts, slants, and all that without Watson in there. And on the defensive side, I was talking to Grant about this yesterday, and I think 52's got to learn how to play his position because all the outside quarterback runs that have killed us, the Atlanta game, this game, 52 is going and crashed, as you would say, inside, Mm -hmm. not doing his job of sealing the edge. 
That's his job. And no, it, I I agree. I mean, there was times you, there was times in that ball game where he just ran right past Devito, right past him. Devito yeah. was on his way around the outside because he knew Rashawn Gary was crashing hard down the inside. Yeah, and that's not his job. I mean, get to the passer by doing your job. Let Kenny and the other kids force him. Now, if they do change this thing next year conceptually, I would love to see something that is so radical that people go, "What is that?" Go back to a four-three. Mm-hmm. The talent you got on that defensive line, the Brooks kid, the other kids, the English, go back to a four-three. I mean, that to me, that's that would really conceptually change the pass rush on this team. And yet, I know why Joe's doing what he's doing, and I'm sure you do too. He's afraid of the inexperience in his secondary that he's got to play something close to the vest, close to the vest, because he's afraid right. that he doesn't know what those kids can do back there. The problem with that is that's the way he plays pretty much all the time. Yeah. You yeah. know, if, if, I, if no. I could say that's what he was doing to protect those guys, that's one thing. But even when they're healthy, that he, that he plays soft coverage. He plays a soft zone. Yeah. And he's, his philosophy is we'll keep everything in front of us. That's fine, but you're living death by a thousand cuts. It's always don't let anything get behind you. And I understand it. I appreciate that. But in the meantime, they're marching down the field on you, and little plays are turning into chunk plays. Yeah, and that's why I'm thinking you got to do something about stopping that run. Yep. You know, you, no, you got to do agree. some concept where you're, you know, getting more force. Because as you know, there are blitzes that are not designed to stop passes. There are run blitzes. Right. To fill gaps so runners can't get through. And I'd like to see more of that a little bit. But, boy, I'd love to see these kids get healthy. But, hey, I think we're going to have a heck of a game Sunday. I think it's, you know, I think that's the season. I think if they lose on Sunday, then things get a little bit dim. But it's been a fun ride. There are a bunch of yeah. young kids, especially offensively. Oh, my gosh. First and second year wide receivers, first and second year tight ends, a rookie quarterback. You know, I was listening to, you said you listen to the guys that come around the dials. And Richard Sherman, he, he's a lot brighter than I thought. He, oh, he's, he's very smart. interesting yeah, things he, to say. Yeah, he's a very smart guy, so, without a doubt, yeah. Oh, you get better, all right? And, okay, uh, appreciate Bill, it, pal. Uh, as one last thing, when yeah. I saw what, what uh, Draymond did, I went back to the Kermit Washington, Rudy Tomjanovich. That was a brawl. But remember that punch. Yeah. I hope they broke his jaw, right? Back on the court. Yeah, I, I don't think they're going to allow him back uh, probably until after the new year. That's that's my guess. So they better not anyway. So appreciate the phone call. I agree with you. I don't think he should be back on the court uh, for at least ten games. At least. At least ten games. Uh, by the way, when we come back, um, excuse me, at the bottom of the hour. Uh, Matt LaFleur spoke. We want to hear from Matt LaFleur. We got uh, um, also Jordan Love. We're going to hear from Jordan Love today, too. Uh, But uh, CBS just put an article out about the teams that are going to make the postseason. They think the Packers are going to be there. We'll talk about that as well. Stay tuned. Got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up, and it's coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
Curly's Waterfront Sports Bar and Grill. Today, it's Meatloaf. I'm not kidding you. It's not the singer. It's Meatloaf. And they've got trivia night tonight. They've got Bucks tickets, Admiral's tickets, all to give away. And Kurt's going to be firing things up tonight, 7.30. 7.30. Out at uh, Curly's Waterfront Sports Bar and Grill. And it's Meatloaf night tonight. I make fun, but actually, it's really, really good. <laughs> it's really good out there. And that's our friends at uh, Curly's Waterfront Sports Bar and Grill right there on Pewaukee Lake on Lakeview Boulevard in Pewaukee. Uh, let's do this. Let's get back to the phone calls before we hear from Matt LaFleur. Let's go to John listening to us in Green Bay. John, how are you doing today, man? What's going on? Uh, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I think it's interesting because, you know, we've heard about every cliche there is about this being a young team. And I said sometimes we forget cliches usually have an element of truth to them. That's why they become cliches. And it's like you get to these situations. This has been exactly what I think what we expected, right? They, they show enough really good things, and then a couple, we have a small margin for error. A couple guys are out, a couple bad play calls, a couple misplays, and we lose to a you know a, a team that you know I, you don't want to say they're a bad team because I mean they're kind of like the Packers a little bit, but that game was was kind of ripe for that I felt. But and then you kind of talk about your gut. What does your gut say about this game? I think your gut is a big a big piece of this because. X's and O's and all that stuff don't always make a lot of sense of the young kind of up and down right. team. So I think this week, this week we're going to get a really good snapshot. I think of what this team really is. I think it's going to be a, a mental game and it'll be obviously a execution game. Then the only other thing I wanted to bring up, and I want to get your take on this, you know, we do have a guy, a veteran, actually the highest paid corner in the. Nope. Do we lose him? You know, there you are. Unless I'm a hundred percent. Right. Right. Yeah, I appreciate the phone call because you're breaking up really bad. Look, um, I don't know the depth of the injury to Jair. Um, a shoulder injury for a corner, for a guy that has to hit and has to then hand check and use his arms and such downfield, I, I don't know. The risk and reward of how much further would he damage it if he played versus not playing. You know what I mean? So I don't know what the, the risk is. You can kind of tell when they talk about Jair or don't that maybe there's a small level of frustration that's beginning to grow. I don't I don't want to speak for Matt LaFleur or anybody, but you gotta get that sense a little bit. But they need him back. And but I agree with you. When you're when you're getting paid then again, look, your body doesn't know how much money you're making. Your muscles don't know, your tendons don't know. Your capsular joint doesn't know. Whatever it happens to be in that shoulder, whatever it happens to be with the back, you don't know. You know, Inside you, it doesn't know. No amount of money is going to make you heal any faster. So I, I don't know what the depth of the injury is, but I do know that a corner needs to be able to hit, needs to be able to tackle, and needs to be able to hand check downfield and get the arms up. And if you can't do that, then you're just running around out there with a huge liability written across your chest. And you don't want to see that either, but... I'm with you. I'm kind of like, man, this is this is a long time. You at least like to know what's going on so you have an understanding as to why it's been so long for him to be off the field. Matt LaFleur spoke to the media yesterday. Let's take a listen to what he had to say. Good evening. Good evening. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. So good news on Jay Nettie was concussion. At least was the reported thing on Sunday. Yeah, it's great news. I didn't... I mean, usually, yeah, I don't want to say I'm not an expert by any stretch, but just talking to him, he told me after the game that he was fine. But obviously, there's a there's a protocol that you have to go through, and um, 
So you're always concerned, but he was pretty confident and, um, when he was talking to me that, that he was fine. But, uh, again, you got to go through the process. Is it a challenge to go through game planning when there's uncertainty at one position group in particular? Always, but that's the nature of our business, and you got to get other guys ready to play. And, um, you know, we're not the only team that goes through that. So Tampa was missing a bunch of guys last week, um, multiple people on the defense side of the ball. And so we all have, we all have our similar issues. I just think he's a guy that's playing with a lot of confidence. Obviously, he's got some pretty darn good receivers to throw to. Um, he's got, uh, I got a lot of respect for Dave Canales, his offense coordinator, you know, um, just what they've shown and put on tape. So I think he's, I think he's doing a really good job. I think he's playing with a lot of confidence. Matt, you mentioned the guys he has to throw to and not to shortchange anybody else, but Mike Evans has had like a thousand yards a season, like every Man, he is – I got to see him up close and personal at the Pro Bowl a couple of years ago. Um, he's a pretty intelligent guy, but um, I think he's a guy that loves football. Uh, I love the way he competes. He is physical. He does a great job of opening up his stride. Obviously, his catch radius is insane. Uh, there's not a catch he can't make, not a route he can't run. I just think he's, he will go down as, as one of the best to ever do it. Stokes projected as a full participant if he practiced today. Just what's your confidence level about him maybe being able to come back this week? Yeah, we'll see. We'll uh, give him the week and we'll probably put him through some, you know, physical tests. We're going to have a little bit different of a practice tomorrow. We will have some um, some individual time, but the majority of not only today, but tomorrow, the majority of it's, it's walkthrough. So we'll test him in uh, different ways just to make sure he's ready to go. Yeah, you know, on Stokes, not asking about this particular game, but would you like to get him some defensive snaps before the season is over? Or you just, you know, is corner just a position where you get your guys? And, and oh, that? we'd love to give him some snaps. Um, you know, I think he's played some really good ball for us. So, um, you know, we we're hoping that he'd be back before now. I know it's been frustrating for him. But, you know, I think hopefully we're getting close to that day. What are the challenges of Tampa Bay's defense? Well, when uh, I've said this a few times, when you couple good scheme with really good players, that's usually a problem. I think Todd does a great job, and they do a great job of deploying a lot of different pressure looks. They want to get pressure on the quarterback. Um, and then they, they've got – They've got playmakers at every level of the defense, from the D-line, linebackers, obviously, have been doing it for a long time, and in the back end. Um, and I think they do a great job of attacking the football. They know how to get generate takeaways. They're always punching at the football. Uh, when you look at the guys in the back end, they got great ball skills. So I just think every level of their defense is, is dangerous. Yeah, I think that just adds another layer to your, to your uh, offense. I think, um, you know, whether it's where you supplement your passing game, whether it's through the tight end room or the receiver or the running back room, 
it just adds more stress in terms of um, if you're trying to get deep to take away, you know, Mike Evans and Godwin and all those guys, um, then you leave more space for your underneath and your checkdowns, and now those become a problem. And so it, it, yeah, it adds just more stress to you. Yeah, they do a nice job, uh, you know, do a bunch of downhill, uh, crunch, whatever you want to call it, duo. Um, and they've been doing that for a long time. I think, you know, it's a gritty group up front. I think, um, you know, and then they mix in some zone schemes. So I think they do a really good job with the run game. Yeah, he had some nice plays. Um, certainly, that's one of those that we got to learn from in the two-minute situation. But you know, uh, I thought as far as his just his, I thought he ran with good pad level, broke some tackles, and he did a really nice job. The Bucks are kind of like you in that they had a pretty long losing streak and they bounced back since. Just when you're looking at them on tape, any difference you see in them these last three, four weeks in the way they're playing? Or just a group. I, I think there's a there's a lot of parity in our league, obviously this year, and I think you see it. You, you, no matter who's playing, you you better bring your A game. And um, you know they they had a hard fought win last week versus Atlanta, going down in a two minute situation, and Baker threw uh, to the tight end there and on, on the corner route and uh, made a, a big time throw to Godwin early earlier in that drive, and so it was a a pretty resilient win, and they made a lot of plays on both sides of the ball uh, throughout the course of the game. They had a, they had, uh, Davis had an unbelievable pick six. That was where he jumped a bubble screen. So, um, you know, they, they just went out and played a really good game on the road. No, our guys know what this game's all about. You you got to take care of the football, and you know we had a unfortunate mistake on on uh, punt return when you muff a punt and you go to the ground. You better get, just lay on it, and then um, you know give credit to to the Giants in terms of Thibodeau ripping the ball away from Jordan on that zone read. Um, I, again, I think that's one that we'll learn from in terms of just. Trying not to cut back into that. Just try to outrun them. If you can't, you can't. Uh, and then, obviously, when anytime I think a quarterback's throwing a double move, you got to be careful. Yeah, you want to see what's going on out there, but the longer you look at it, especially if it's a single high safety, he's probably going to be working that way. And then the ball just hung up too too long, and they made a play on it. So. Um, but I think you always, we know what the formula for victory is, and it, it's pretty consistent on a weekly basis. And part of that formula is taking care of the football and winning the turnover battle. What's the, what's the challenge with Winfield? I mean, you look at his numbers are kind of preposterous with all the tackles and sacks and interceptions. I mean, it's pretty, pretty rare what he's doing. Yeah, he's, he's an unbelievable player. He made a hell of a play um, on that safety last week versus Atlanta, you know, on the safety blitz. Um, yeah, he's, it doesn't matter whether, uh, you know, he's playing, um, 
nickel or he's at safety. He just he's a guy you better account for in every play. He's a very smart football player, very instinctive, very physical. It's not a shock to me that he's made the impact that he's made in this league and um he's one of the better safeties in the league. Uh, just we felt like that was best for him in terms of trying to get his shoulder back and, you know, part of the recovery process. Good. He's getting better. Yes. You're welcome. There you go. That was Matt LaFleur. He's getting better. Not going to give you much detail. No, not at all. Let's do this. We're going to step away. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. Got a lot more to get to. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Ho, ho, ho. I need your window. Maybe it's cold outside. So where do I go? Ho, ho. Come on, Santa. Go to Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Now is the time to replace your leaky windows and doors. You and Mrs. Claus can get your new windows while putting no money down, no payments, and no interest for up to 18 months. Unwrap this gift now, but pay for it later. More jingle that stays in my pocket. That's right, Santa. Plus, our elves install year-round and in as little as one day. Pella offers lines in luxurious wood to fiberglass and vinyl. Why not make a New Year's resolution today? That's the spirit, Santa. Pella, no. Pay later. Absolutely. Put no money down, no payments, and no interest for up to 18 months. But you have to hurry. Offer ends December 31st. Schedule your free consultation today at PellaWI.com. Certain restrictions apply. See show for details. Offer ends 12-31-2023. I need medicine. That's, that's damn straight. <laughs> Welcome back to the program. Bill Michael Show. We continue on. Good to have you on board today. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Steel Tank Brewing. Check out Rally Point, the big music venue is finally open at Steel Tank Brewing out there in Oconomowoca on Roebrook Lane, as a matter of fact, right behind the Exonia Bank. And uh, Steel Tank, uh, not only do they have great food, but now the big music venue is open and it looks great. I have not uh, been there yet. I got to get out there. I don't think I'm going to make it this weekend, but uh, going to get out there very, very soon. That's for sure. And uh, Dave Barron and, and Mike and everybody that have done such a great job. So if you get a chance and you're looking for a night out and want to go enjoy some live music, I mean, you know, rocking bands, that's the place to go is Rally Point, one of the new music venues uh, that is not, it's not overwhelmingly big. It's not like, uh, it's not like the Eagles Hall or anything like that, but it holds about three, 400 people. So it's a pretty good sized venue and it's a lot of fun. And a lot of people that have been there said it's just, it's spectacular the way they did it. So Check out our friends at Steel Tank Brewing and Rally Point, right behind Steel Tank on Roebrook Lane in Oconomowoc, right off of 67. Great people, great place, and their food is fantastic. I've been craving one of those Italian subs that they make out there. So, um, this, is, uh, this is from Mark. Mark says, I listen to Matt LaFour speak, 
And it seems like he knows what they need to do. It's whether or not he's going to be able to get them to do it with all the injuries that this team has sustained. I just don't know how they're going to be healthy enough to be able to compete against some of these teams down the stretch, even the bad ones. If they lose one game, do we consider them out at this point? I don't think so. I don't think so. And and I, I would, uh, was going to tell you this before, uh, going back to the CBS Sports um, CBS Sports article. CBS uh, put out a piece that said, you know, the teams that are right now kind of in the wild card hunt that are the most likely, the sub-500 teams that are the most likely to end up in the postseason, the first team that they believe is going to end up in the postseason is going to be the Rams, the, the L.A. Rams. 29.9% chance to make the playoffs, 14th easiest remaining schedule. The Packers, 45.6% chance to make the playoffs and the seventh easiest remaining schedule in the National Football League now. Um, the uh, quote is, I expect the Packers and the Rams to snag the last two wild card spots and for the Vikings to finish one and three and miss the playoffs after moving uh, to Nick Mullins, their fourth starting quarterback of the season. Jordan Love has played like a top 10 quarterback for the last month until the letdown in New York. Um, my confidence would be higher, but Green Bay could be slowed down without Christian Watson, who hurt his hamstring in week 13 with the Chiefs. The pivotal game will be week 17 in Minnesota, but I'm, tank, uh, I'm taking love over Nick Mullins or Joshua Dobbs at this point. They also feel that the Buccaneers are the third team, 53.5%, to make it to the postseason. 15th hardest, though, remaining schedule. They've won a couple of straight after losing six of seven. They seem to have put the train back on the tracks. However, the Buccaneers, they say, are the pick for the uh, the least bad team in their division. And if the three NFC uh, South teams finish 8-9, Tampa then wins the tiebreakers. So they've got a good shot at making it just because they could still win the division at that point. Then it goes on with the Falcons and the Saints and such. But uh, they believe the Packers are going to be a team that makes the postseason. But this is the game that a lot of people are pointing to to say, look, if they can win this game and they can do it without some of their key pieces as they get healthy down the stretch, then that game in Minnesota looms large. And if, if now, dare to dream here, I don't think they can win the division. I just don't. I, I think Detroit's going to figure things out. But they could still end up with 10 wins. They could still – and nine wins probably put you in, so they may have a stumble available – but I think 10 wins pretty much assures you a spot in the postseason. And I, for those that uh, wrote to me yesterday that said, you know, well, it's not about getting to the postseason. It is to a certain extent. Because, yeah, at the beginning of the season, we all said, what, seven, eight wins. You know, just, just have a good season. Just progress. Just figure things out. But you've got a legitimate shot. If you don't make the postseason, now, there is the extenuating circumstances of injuries. We understand that. But if you don't make the postseason – to where you are now, if I would have said to you, this is where they are with four games remaining and six wins already under their belt and one of the easiest schedules remaining, you and I would, and, and oh, by the way, they beat the Lions and they beat the Chiefs, you and I would have both said, absolutely, they got to make the postseason. You can't, you can't, just because you didn't expect it at the beginning of the season, you can't throw it away. You can't say, wow, who cares? No, you want to see you want to see that progression. And I think more importantly, you know, they keep talking about the youth. Everybody wants to bring up the youth. But what you want to see is this team with this group of guys just just feel the pressure of the postseason. Get a taste of what it's like. Whether you beat Philadelphia or San Francisco or Dallas or not, 
you want to get there. You want to experience it. You want to do it as as starters, as players. You know, you weren't there last year, you know? So you want to be able to get there, experience it, get a young quarterback to experience the pressure of what it's like in that atmosphere, you know, because they're going on the road, right? So whether you're going to Philadelphia where it's going to be a really tough place to play or whether you go to San Francisco, an afternoon game where they're going to be just crazy loud, crazy in general, and that defense is coming after you, to get into that experience to say, where do we match up with the big boys? Because these are the teams that are expected to possibly be in the Super Bowl. We're not. So we have nothing to lose. Go let it all hang out. But now you get a chance to feel that pressure. Now you get a chance to have that experience. Now you get a chance to grow and mature a little bit. And then, you know, also to see who steps up in a big moment. You know, does your quarterback shrink away? Does your quarterback step up? Does he play well? But yet receivers are dropping passes and clearly the nerves get to them. You want that environment. You want to see that. So that's the reason I think getting not just not just you know winning out, but getting to the postseason I think is very very important for this team. If they can do it, if they can do it. An hour down, we got three yet, three yet to go. Hopefully, I hold out. I don't know if I'm going to. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm la- I did laugh back here in the studio. Your voice. I'm voice. Cracked. I'm trying, man. I'm. I mean, I've got more hot tea and honey and and stuff all around me. I just, man. All right, we'll be back. We got another three hours. You have to put up with me. Stay tuned. We'll be back right after this.